Welcome to the Enchanted Ears Podcast, where we discuss anything and everything Disney. I'm Angela. And I'm Joe, and on today's episode, we're reviewing the attractions that you must do, should do, or skip over at the Magic Kingdom. Yes, we have some opinions. A month or so ago, we did all of the other parks at Walt Disney World, but Magic Kingdom has so many attractions, we broke that up into its own separate episode. So we're going to be walking through the various lands there. Um, we also have some picks from some other uh, Disney podcasters and influencers, so you'll hear their picks throughout the show as well. But yeah, got some maybe some controversial picks in this, this episode. <laughs> Don't hate us. Yeah. Before we get into that, though, I want to cover the Disney news of the week. Um, so we forgot to mention this last week, but this came out last week, so it's a little bit older news. Uh, you might have already seen it, but Disney released drone footage, some some aerial footage of the new Frozen Land that's coming to Hong Kong Disney, and it looks absolutely incredible. Uh, mm-hmm. It looks phenomenal. What looks even better? I mean, the land looks great, but then they also released the you know, 2.0 Elsa animatronic oh my for Frozen goodness. Ever After, where she has That's an actual what, face. That's what I'm so excited about. They need to bring that here. She looks so much better. Well, that's what I, I think if Frozen Ever After ever goes down for a refurbishment, I think there's a good chance you get that animatronic because they, they clearly have it. It's the same animatronic, just the face is different. So it can't be that hard to make another face and kind of retrofit the animatronic they have here at Epcot. <laughs> Out of context, that's a really funny thing to say. It's not that hard to make another yeah, face. Yeah, it's not, it's not that <laughs> difficult. But overall, I mean, the land looks absolutely beautiful. I mean, it it makes me want to go to Hong Kong. Like, I'm like, this, this land looks great. I don't think Hong Kong Disneyland is very big, you know, looking at kind of like a map of it. So I think this expansion um, will help with some of that. But like the details of it and the buildings, um, I never knew I wanted a frozen land. Uh, until I saw it, because I love Frozen Ever After, so I think a whole land uh, will be incredible. Yeah, I, I mean, this is definitely, I think there are last two parks to go to. Can't wait to get there, and this just makes it all the sweeter yeah, to go. exactly. Uh, and then over stateside at Walt Disney World, uh, Rodeo Roundup Barbecue, the new restaurant over in Toy Story Land or Hollywood Studios. Reservations are actually opening February 21st, so they're opening this week. The restaurant opens March 23rd, so if you're planning a trip after that date, maybe you're planning to go down in early April to see Tron or to see Happily Ever After come back, something like that, and you're interested uh, in dining there, February 21st is when you want to be on your computer uh, trying to get a dining reservation. And there is a new Little Mermaid trailer out. It doesn't really give away a whole lot of extra that the last trailer didn't, but it does give you more of you know the part of your world song and you get to see a little bit more of Ariel moving around she looks fantastic she's playing with a puffer fish and then I think the big thing really about the trailer is you get a a uh, very ominous laugh from Ursula at the end and you actually get to see kind of the top portion of her face Melissa McCarthy looks pretty good as Ursula there yeah, I'm I'm starting to get a little bit concerned about this movie because we're a hundred days out, and so they release this as it's you know Disney's 100th. We're a hundred days out um, that that they're going to release this trailer, and it's not really a trailer. It's just another extended clip of the movie. It does look great. The visuals look great, but it's kind of concerning that a movie that comes out at the end of May in a few months here has not had a full trailer. So you're kind of wondering, are the visual effects not done? Yeah, I mean, is like, there something not right with the movie? Like we haven't heard any of the new music from Lin-Manuel. Like they're not hyping it. I mean, what is it going to be about? I don't know. Well, I So think, I need a trailer. I think that's the thing. I mean, do you really need that? That's kind of what I went back and forth with because it's like, well, on the other hand, do you really need a trailer for a movie that came out 
30 you know plus years ago but i i do think it's interesting that they're not like hyping this more again it's it's something if, if you think people are going to want this people are going to want nostalgia i mean lin-manuel miranda wrote new some new songs for it so you would think they would play that or even say you know with new songs from lin-manuel miranda i mean it's it's still not a full trailer it, it is just an extended sequence you're right and we get a, a quick clip of Prince Eric, a quick clip of Ursula. Oh, I actually missed that because I didn't. I, I I looked at it very quickly. Well, yeah, it's from the kiss the girl scene. It's it's okay, very very I'll have quick. To look at it yeah, again, so yeah. but I shouldn't admit that, but uh, you know, it's but again, it's so quick. It's only like a thirty second thing. So I'm I'm a little concerned about what this movie is going to be. Um, but maybe we'll, we'll get a full trailer. Maybe we did get a full trailer before Ant Man and the Wasp, uh, which came out this past weekend. Uh, it's the future for us, but if you're listening to it, it's the past. So um, <laughs> one other quick thing I want to mention. So last week or a couple weeks ago, we mentioned during our recent trip uh, in January that we saw you know, what we posited as potentially extraterrestrial life coming to take over Earth, where we saw a giant fireball in the sky over the Magic Kingdom when we were down there <laughs> waiting for the electrical uh, water pageant. And Cassandra emailed us uh, very nicely and she said, I think what you saw was a fireball meteor. And then she gave a link uh, to an article which showed a video of what a fireball meteor is. And looking at that video, researching fireball meteors, that is 100% what we saw. I've never heard of that before. No, Never seen that. But it is exactly what we saw. Not uh, maybe as big as what's on the video. So if you're interested in what we actually saw... Google Fireball Meteor, and we kind of saw a smaller version of that. But it's pretty awesome to say that we saw one of those. Yeah, and it's it's so crazy. Like when we looked at the he Joe showed me the the video, and when we looked at it, it was just obviously exactly what we saw. But they look so crazy. So yeah, check it out. Make sure that you look at it because it is it is really interesting. Yeah. So thanks, Cassandra, for writing yeah, in. Thank you. All right. So we're talking Magic Kingdom today, best attractions. And if you're listening to this and you're thinking. Man, I wish I was at the Magic Kingdom right now, riding Pirates of the Caribbean. Well, while you can't be there physically, you could potentially smell Pirates of the Caribbean with today's sponsor, the Magic Candle Company. They produce candles and scents and room sprays for some of your favorite attractions and hotels. So they have a Pirates of the Caribbean one. They have a Rome is Burning one, which is the scent from Spaceship Earth, Earth, which I'm very excited about. They also have a Haunted Mansion one. I don't know that Haunted Mansion has a very distinct... It smells like human remains. Yeah. I mean, what, what does Haunted Mansion <laughs> smell like? So I think we might have to order a few more uh, of these just to find what they smell like. Yeah. So they, they have a ton of them, one on the Polynesian and, uh, and everything. So if you're interested in that and you kind of want to have your home smell a little bit more like Disney, a little bit more magical, uh, head over to magiccandlecompany.com. If you use code enchanted at checkout you'll get 15 percent off your order we'll put a link in the description as well all right so let, but let's get into our our picks here for must do should do and skip attractions at magic kingdom but we're going to start with tomorrowland um, so we're going to start kind of on the right side of magic kingdom and then we'll work our way around so starting in tomorrowland my must do attraction is space mountain Second that. And this is before Tron comes out. We've not been on Tron. Tron's not officially open yet. So I think once Tron comes in, that could potentially be the must-do attraction. But I think right now, Space Mountain is the crown jewel of Tomorrowland. And that is one that you must do every time you're there. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, there's nothing like inherently Disney about 
Space Mountain, but I just think it's so iconic. The building is iconic. The ride is a ton of fun. And I always, you know, we've kind of compared this before to a Wild Mouse kind of ride. And those rides are just, you know, they feel just rickety enough to feel dangerous, but it doesn't really go that fast. Um, it's just a, a nice thrill ride without being something that's going to put you over the top. I would argue that it is more Disney than a lot of the attractions Disney's building today, because <laughs> if you look at it, it is original Disney. It's classic yes, Disney. Yeah. It's when it's Disneyland, like in the same way that like Haunted Mansion is Disney. Yeah, it's it's when Disneyland opened, things were original IP. They weren't based on a Movies. Disney movie. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you look at Jungle Cruise, Pirates of the Caribbean, which people don't probably think of because they're like, oh. There's a movie on Pirates of the Caribbean. No, it's the other way around. Yeah. There's a ride, then there's a movie, Haunted Mansion, Space Mountain. So, yeah, I, I think this is more Disney than some of the stuff that they're making ha now. Have they ever come out with a Space Mountain movie? I don't think so, but I'm sure, you know, they've, they've talked about this on Disney Plus, and who knows if this is ever going to come around of... You know, they talked about like a Big Thunder Mountain movie, I think, a, a Tower of Terror movie. They're doing a Haunted Mansion movie. So I think they've, they've talked about this universe of potentially building this out. So maybe we will get something uh, Space Mountain themed. All right, but moving on to should do, I think you should ride the People Mover. I think the People Mover is a great attraction. Again, it's, it's something uniquely Disney. Like you're not mm -hmm. going to see that at other amusement parks. I don't necessarily think it's something... You have to ride every time, but I think it is something that is uh, fun to ride and it's something you should ride. It's especially fun whenever they were building Tron and you could kind of see construction <laughs> updates. Um, and yeah. it's cool because you go through Space Mountain, you have the chance of maybe the lights are on, you can kind of see what it looks like. But I definitely think it's something you should do when you're there. Yeah, um, for the sake of being interesting and not picking the same things that you're picking, uh, I'm going to say that you should do the Astro Orbiter and I might, we might lose our Disney cards on this one, but we've never been on it. And I feel like we should go on it. It, I think that in the same way that the people mover will offer you sort of a unique perspective, the Astro Orbiter gives you an interesting view of Tomorrowland. And I think it would be a lot of fun to ride. And I think specifically at Disney World as well, because it's on that elevated platform. Right. At Disneyland, um, they don't have it elevated like that. So you're right, mm -hmm. you're even higher, you get... Uh, an even uh, better view. So what what attraction are you skipping in Tomorrowland? The one that I would skip is, I think, Let me let, let's let you take a guess. I think you're going to say Carousel of Progress. You are wrong. Okay. Yeah. I, You know, as much as I don't love the Carousel of Progress, I think that the history of that ride and what, you know, Walt... It's the only ride there that Walt actually worked on. Yeah. And so I think that the history of that ride and kind of what it is and the, the fact that it's like a rotating theater. I think that that in and of itself does not make it a this you should skip ride. The one that I think you should skip is the t Tomorrowland Speedway because as I just said about, you know, Space Mountain, there's nothing about this one that's inherently Disney. I'm probably going to say that a lot, but there's other rides and other theme parks and amusement parks very much almost identical to this one. We have one where we live, and so I don't particularly think that this ride is one that you have to go on. I could see young children enjoying it because they are kind of simulating the fact that they're driving, but not to say that it's not a fun ride, but you don't, you can, you can skip it. Yeah, I would agree. You can skip it. It's not like you have really no control over the cars in terms of steering. Like they're on a track. You're just kind of I mean, giving it a gas. Little. 
it's on a light. You can't really turn. If you don't turn, the car's going to turn yeah. for you. You're basically going forward. And yeah, it's really loud. They're like lawnmower engines. <laughs> so it's kind of loud over there. So I, I think that's a good pick. I, I think for me, what you could skip in Tomorrowland is the Monsters, Inc. Laugh Factory. I think Aww, a lot of people, I, like I, I may catch a lot of hate for that one because um, I know a lot of people do love that. But it's something we don't go on. We very frequently skip. I mean, I think it's interesting. And I know kind of people say, hey, it's different every time you're on it because it's mm-hmm. kind of like a live theater thing. But I, I don't know. I don't I don't really think it's worth waiting for um, and going on. I think if, if you're there, there's other things that I would rather ride in Magic Kingdom than spend the time to go on that. So I think I, I'm going to skip that one. I like the... Um, I like the fact that you don't ever know if they're going to address you. Now, I'm sure that if you go enough... Yeah, if you become that guy. If you... Yeah. If you become, like you said, that guy, then it's more interesting. I don't know. I just... I like the variability of that ride. And like... So I I completely disagree with you. And it's something that I... I mean, I kind of forget it exists, but I would probably be more insistent on going on it if I remembered it existed. Yeah. I kind of go along with whatever you do because you get us to the the main attractions. Yeah, and I will say, I mean, uh, again, you don't want to always just pick conventional picks here. You know, so I know it it is good, but I mean, I definitely think it's one if if you didn't get on it and you skipped it, I don't think your trip is going to be impacted in any way and that's the kind of way i look at it like i think if you don't ride something like space mountain that could have a big impact on your trip in terms of how much fun and excitement you have but i think if you skip monsters inc you're not going to know to your point you forget it's there anyway so it's not like it's even that memorable of an attraction all right before we move on to fantasy land we're going to hear from chris and emily from the happiest hour on earth podcast uh, on what their picks are for must do attractions at magic kingdom Hey everyone, this is Chris and Emily from the Happiest Hour on Earth podcast. Thanks to Enchanted Ears for having us on your show. Yeah, thanks guys. So must rides. There are so many great rides at Magic Kingdom, but we're going to take this from the perspective of a Disneyland visitor. So Mm -hmm. let's say someone's coming from Disneyland, just like we are, we're Disneyland natives, Mm -hmm. but we are visiting, let's say we're visiting Magic Kingdom for the first time. So one ride that we say is a must for a Disneyland visitor is something that we don't have in Disneyland. So I would say Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. It yeah. is short. That is the one bummer. It is a long line, but it honestly is so fun. And I love the animatronics in it. Yeah, it is such a fun ride. It's it's such a different take on Snow White from yeah. the version that we have here in Disneyland. So I loved getting to experience the mine train. It's such a fun ride. And for a ride that we do have in Disneyland, but it's a little bit of a different take on that ride, we would have to say riding Haunted Mansion is a must in Magic Kingdom because it's just different enough that it's worth experiencing. And I loved Magic Kingdom's version of Haunted Mansion. Yeah, I love our New Orleans Square version, mm-hmm. but I love their Liberty Square version as yeah. well, too. Both very different looks, very different vibes. And so I, I love riding them both because they they are, like you said, just different enough. And the exterior is even different, mm-hmm. which I love that they, they switched up a little bit there. Yeah, so fun. And then if you're listening to this episode after April 4th, 
Tron. We have not <laughs> been on Tron, but we know that it's going to be amazing. We've seen videos, obviously, from Shanghai and the cast member previews already from Tron. And we it's need to book be a, a trip must soon. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> it looks amazing. So definitely go ahead and ride Tron. Definitely going to be a must do next time we're there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, anyways, thank you, Enchanted Ears, for having us on your show. Thanks, guys. Bye. Those were some good picks, you know, uh, you know, coming from uh, their perspective as people who frequent Disneyland more, uh, you know, kind of talking about the the differences in the Haunted Mansion. It's not really something I thought about, but that is uh, an attraction that is pretty different on either coast. You know, we, we talk a lot about this where Pirates of the Caribbean, Jungle Cruise, like a lot of these are are pretty similar, but the Haunted Mansion is very different. We have that extra, you know, stairwell scene. The exteriors are very different. So it is a very different vibe uh, with that, but but definitely some good picks there. Uh, and then also completely agree with Chris that we are all waiting for Tron to open up uh, <laughs> and, and can't wait for that to happen to be able to ride that. So moving on to Fantasyland here, uh, I think uh, besides the tangled bathrooms, because um, that seems to be everybody's must do. <laughs> Everybody goes nuts over the bathrooms, but but keeping it to attractions, I say the must do is it's a small world, and I think a lot of people are going to be like, oh my gosh, no, that's the one I could skip. I don't want to have to listen to that song, but I think it's a small world. It's a classic. It's a great attraction. I think it's it's a nice boat ride, so it's a nice relaxing boat ride. The song doesn't bother me that much. I know a lot of people really can't stand hearing it's a small world after all on repeat but it's in all the different languages you kind of get to see the countries i think it's a great message of unity and that it is it's a, that it is a small world and we're all kind of connected um so for me i think that's the attraction that you should go on it kind of ties into the world's fair disney's history i think that's the one that you have to do when you're at disney world so if we were in Disneyland, I think I would agree with you. I like Disneyland's version of It's a Small World better, although there are some things in Disney World that were fleshed out better. Like in Disneyland, there's places where you can kind of see the seams, especially like toward the beginning. But I love the, the incorporation of the characters from the movies in It's a Small World, but everything else I can completely agree with, the message and everything. Um, so I would say that's probably my should do. But my must do is... Peter Pan's flight and whoa I know it's a massive massive change for me um and I would probably I would even kind of I know that I I can't pick two um and I don't think that this is a must do every time so maybe I'll put it as a should do as a should do b but I also really enjoy the um, should do a and should should do do b B. okay (laughs) journey of the little mermaid is I think also kind of, you know, should do be because that's a good one. I kind of went back and forth on that one. Yeah. Yeah. And because the songs from the little mermaid are so just quintessential Disney songs. They're great. You can, I don't, I have issues with some of the theming and things of the little mermaid. Um, I think that shows a little dating, but the songs are all fire. So that, that ride is is so fantastic. But going back to Peter Pan's flight, you know, Peter Pan isn't one of my favorite Disney movies, but I just love, I think that the ride is unique. I mean, you're on one of those Omni movers essentially, but the way that they did it hanging from the ceiling instead of from the floor and it, how you're above like these miniature scenes, I and you're moving through them while Captain Hook is fighting Peter Pan. There is something very whimsical about this ride that, you know, past me if you go back a while ago and listen to our podcast I was like oh you can totally skip this ride um 
I think if you go in and you kind of rope drop this ride and get there early, you don't have to wait for the 45 minutes. It's a must do because it's just so it's so quintessential Disney in the way that they do it, but it's different. Like it's, it's a different take on the Omni mover and it's a lot of fun. So I think that that is a must do. Yeah. I'm going to skip ahead. That's definitely my skip. So <laughs> I had, I had Peter Pan's flight as skip. The line is always way too long. I don't think the ride is worth waiting as long as it is. I think it's pretty short as well. You're right. It's an interesting ride mechanism. Um, not that it's not a cool ride, but I definitely think that's one. If I don't ride it, I'm fine. I've been on it once. I'm good. I think I can skip it. I'm definitely not waiting longer than 15 minutes for that. And it's basically impossible to ever find it at a 15 minute wait, unless you rope drop and go immediately to that ride. It's because after that, it's like an hour the rest of the day. So that's definitely the one I'm, I'm skipping. Um, so we completely disagree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on that one there. I'm with you. I think Little Mermaid is a solid attraction. I think a lot of people uh, maybe don't give it credit. I think it is solid though. I didn't end up picking that one as my should do. I think if you're in Fantasyland, you should ride uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. I, I think that is a really great attraction. Yes, it's short. And I think that's probably why I didn't pick it as my must do because it is a, a shorter roller coaster, but it is a lot of fun. I love the cave scene with the animatronics. They're singing hi-ho. And then you, you, you do have like a moment, um, you know, down that second hill where it's pretty quick. It's a lot of fun. I know you don't like that the cars shake. That well, kind of makes you a little woozy. I was going to say, I, like, I like it, but my body doesn't right. like it. So I, I like it. So I think if it was longer and maybe a little bit more exciting, that would be my must-do. So I think kind of for those reasons, I, I bump it down. And obviously, that one is a longer wait. But I think that's at least worth the wait versus Peter Pan. So I think if you're in Fantasyland, you should do Seven Dwarfs, but definitely skip. Don't listen to Angela. Skip Peter Pan. Don't <laughs> listen to her. Well, funny that you should say that. My you skipping the mine train. My skip is almost the mine train because it's so short. All the reasons you said it's short, it makes me sick. But there's a couple things about that ride that make me not put it as the skip. And it's, I love hi ho. I love that song. I love when you're riding that ride. The hi ho song is kind of just filling the cave. And I also really enjoy at the end when the ride is over and I'm sitting there going, oh, I don't feel so and great. I'm just trying to make the car shake. Yeah. And you're trying to like make it worse for me. But I love seeing the creepy Snow White dancing in the house. That's from the original right. Snow White attraction. Right. They put that in there. Yeah. Right. So I like trying to catch looks at her face because she just looks so off and creepy. But I do know the history behind it. So it's kind of like this fun, like morbid curiosity with her. So anyway, I I could I didn't end up putting that as my skip because of that very reason. But I, the I'm, line is usually really long for that one too, and I don't think it's. I'm worth glad it. you didn't because I would be worried. How are we compatible? Because it's like your must do's my skip. The one I'm saying you should ride, we should skip. I, I was getting a little concerned there, so I'm glad we <laughs> avoided that. And my should my skip, even though I mean. Again, I consider not making this my skip because the line, I've never really seen too crazy of a line for it, but Prince Charming Regal Carousel because it's a carousel. That's a good one to skip. So yeah. most amusement parks have a carousel. And if you're, you know, if you're going to go on a Disney carousel, you go do the one in Japan because yes. it's a double decker with like genie do. and things that you can ride. 
I would ride that one like all day long. It's such a cool carousel. So it makes, you know, I, again, that's a cool ride. Like it's cool. I'm sh- like a lot of those horses and things are old, but we did it's ride a the one in Paris because we were basically mm. riding everything at Paris. Yeah. So we did go on that. So that was fun. But yeah, that's, I would agree. You, you can definitely skip that one. All right. So now we're going to hear from Caleb and Caitlin from the Market House podcast uh, on their picks for must do attractions. Hello, this is Caleb. And I'm Caitlin. And we are from Market House Podcast, and we are here to share our must-ride attractions for Magic Kingdom. Yes, I'm excited. I am excited. This is a good topic. Thanks for having us. Uh, But number one, I'm going to have to share my uh, must-ride, and that is Haunted Mansion. That's a good one. And yes, we do have this on the West Coast over here in Disneyland, but... The East Coast version is just, there's something special about it. I don't think one's better or, you know, one over the other. Uh, that brick outside is just fantastic. The queue, the interactive queue that you guys have out there is gorgeous. And, uh, you know, you have added scenes, the stairwell scene. It's kind of spooky. It is spooky. Yeah. So I, I love it. Again, uh, the original, hard to beat, but I think you guys did it over there in Magic Kingdom. I definitely agree. Okay, so next up, I would have to say mine is Jungle Cruise. Okay. There's just something about this ride, you know, just the whole atmosphere. I do have to say Disneyland's is quite nice, but there's just something about when you get in the queue, the storyline is there. And it like I, you really feel like you're engulfed in that and you're traveling through, like trying to figure out why everything is the way it is and who these travelers are and who these skippers are. So I, I love that aspect of it. Second, the cave that you get to go through. That is an added scene that us over at Disneyland do not have, and it is so amazing. Yeah, and they have a whole restaurant that's tied into the Jungle yes, Cruise ride. which is one of my favorite restaurants, Skipper's Canteen. Love that place. So just having that restaurant and then the incorporation of the ride next to it, I just, I love it. It's truly amazing. That's a good pick. Yeah. All right. Well, there it is. Thanks for having us. Thanks so much for having us. Haunted Mansion getting a lot of uh, a lot of picks here. So that Haunted Mansion, <laughs> surprising. Uh, again, kind of mentioned that stair scene, uh, and then the Jungle Cruise mentioning like the cave. So it's interesting to hear from people that frequently go to Disneyland their perspectives of coming to Disney World and noticing those things of like, oh, I like the Jungle Cruise because there's an extra scene in it, and mm. I like Haunted Mansion because there's an extra scene in it. So again, it's kind of like that. It's familiar, but it's different. So it kind of makes it exciting. And we've talked about this. of When you go to Disney parks throughout the world, they have the same attractions that people think like, oh, haven't you been on this already? But it's no, they're they're different enough that it makes it fun to find what those differences are. Yeah, I was going to say, it makes it like one of those picture-in-picture exercises in magazines and newspapers. Yeah, find the differences. Yeah, spot the differences, only you're not having them side-by-side. You're going based on memory. So when you get to a certain scene, you're like, oh, this is a little askew. This is a little different. Or, whoa, this is completely completely changed from the what we're used to. All right. Yeah. So so moving to Liberty Square. So we'll add another person here that says must do for Haunted Mansion. And that's me. Haunted and Mansion. Me. And two. All right. So everybody. So two. Haunted Mansion. I think Haunted Mansion may be the most must do attraction in all of uh, the Magic Kingdom. Oh, yeah. It's easily. It's crazy how I feel like Haunted Mansion is kind of just bubbled up recently like yeah. I, I feel like it wasn't, i never felt passionately about the yeah, haunted mansion and i feel like until recently and overall it wasn't as popular like i feel like when we go now it's an hour plus wait like i feel like everybody's riding the haunted mansion everybody's talking about it whereas i feel like before like the lines weren't as long like it wasn't 
Maybe it's the Muppets. Maybe Muppets Haunted Mansion turned around. Kermit got everybody excited about Haunted Mansion again. Yeah, that's a really interesting. I would almost be like reading an academic paper on the popularity of the Haunted Mansion throughout the years. Like, I wonder if somebody has written that because you're right. Like, and maybe it's just because I notice it more now that I know some of the backstory. So when we talked with Chris Smith and we learned some of these really interesting facts about the Haunted Mansion it's like the legend grows. So the more you know about the Haunted Mansion, the more you know about its history and everything that's in it and like the Easter eggs and how some of the illusions work um, and the Imagineers behind it, it just sort of like a, becomes this self-perpetuating thing where your love for it kind of just grows more and more. So I, I think that maybe I'm more cognizant of the Haunted Mansion because I have this knowledge now and maybe the internet has also grown, grown this knowledge so it's become a more popular ride. I think that's a good point. That ride has a lot of layers to it. Like there are a ton of famous Imagineers that worked on it mm -hmm. in some way. Like I don't know of many other Disney attractions that have that many different Imagineers working on it. And to your point, there's a lot of illusions and kind of mystery around it as well. And 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 I think the fact that it is like darker in there and it's hard to pick everything out like you can't see all the little easter eggs every time you go like, i swear every you time, have to ride it over and over again i swear every time too the lighting is a little different like sometimes it's darker and you yeah. can't see as much and then sometimes it's more well lit so i i think that kind of adds to it and everybody likes a little bit scary creepy like that kind of plays into it as well i was just i was just gonna say that I think it plays into that human fascination with morbidity and death because it is something that all of us or a lot of us are very kind of afraid of, but also it kind of pokes fun at it and kind of lightens it. So it's sort of this, it's like the interplay between, you know, the morbidity of death, but also, you know, you're fascinated by it. And I think that that marriage really works well to attracting people to it. Right. All right. Now, so Liberty Square only has three attractions. So it's basically like, hey, one's going to be one's going to be uh, a should do. and One's going to be a skip. No hard feelings here. It's just kind of how it shakes out because there's only three attractions to yeah. pick from and we only have three choices. So I'm going to say Hall of Presidents is the one you should do. And then the Liberty Square Riverboat is the one you should skip. I think, you know, people can make arguments either way. I'm going to say Hall of Presidents is should do because I think it is what Disney does well with making history exciting and entertaining. Um, and so the, the movie beforehand and just seeing all of the presidents uh, on stage and that Lincoln animatronic and how that ties into great moments with Mr. Lincoln, which was one of the first animatronics that Disney ever made and Walt worked on that kind of history, I think just bumps it up just enough to make it the one you should do. And then if you can't get to the Liberty Square Riverboat, not that that's not a great ride. It's cool to to go on the river there and, and kind of see, you know, Big Thunder Mountain and some and, and Haunted Mansion and everything from a different perspective. But unfortunately, there's only three rides there. I got to pick one to skip. So Liberty, Liberty Square Riverboat's the one I'm skipping. Yeah, to streamline this a little bit, agreed. <laughs> Move on. Yeah, there's not, not much you can do. I think the other thing with Hall of Presidents is you get to see the seal. Uh, of the president. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. the only place outside the White House you can see it. So that that's pretty cool there. Right. All right. Before we move on to Adventureland, we're going to hear from our last picks. And these come from Abby, who is at Disney Adventure Time on TikTok. Now, my must-dos at Magic Kingdom, starting off with Pirates of the Caribbean. It is such a classic that you have to do every time you go to Magic Kingdom. 
Everything about that ride is just beautiful. So definitely don't skip on that one. My second favorite, especially with the updates, is Mickey's PhilharMagic. They made those images so beautiful. The music is awesome. You get to sit in air conditioning. You get to relax. That one is just such a great attraction, so don't skip on that one. My third one is the People Mover heading on over to Tomorrowland. It's just a great ride to relax. You get to enjoy the views of Tomorrowland, especially during the fireworks show. Don't skip on that. So that's my third. And then my fourth one, which is hilarious, is Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. You have to go. It's different every time. I would 10 out of 10 recommend that. There are two attractions that I definitely would skip when I go to Magic Kingdom, and the first one on my list is the Tiki Room. It is just a weird, creepy, old, outdated attraction that I just don't find enjoyable. The singing, the birds, yeah, you get to relax in a room for a little bit, but it's just definitely one that I would skip. And then number two, I would probably skip Buzz Lightyear's Space Ranger Spin. It's just an okay ride, and if you're looking to do something Toy Story related, go on over to Hollywood Studios to ride Toy Story Mania, because that one is so much better. So those are definitely my skips for Magic Kingdom. So I gotta say, Abby skipped the Tiki Room and mentioned that it was creepy in her pick, so I gotta say, I disagree with that, first of yeah, all. Yeah, I was Don't gonna say, no hard room. feelings, but you're wrong. But <laughs> I can see where she's coming from, that yeah. it's kind of creepy, Going into the tiki room and you got all these like birds and plants singing. It is a little off. If you're not like into the tiki room, I can see where it's a little bit off putting. So I, I, I can, I can see that. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to withhold my, my comments for but, a second, but I got to say, uh, she mentioned a good point on the people mover. And I didn't mention this when I picked the people mover, but that riding it during the fireworks, is oh, a great idea. Yes. It's a great because you get a great view of the castle, great view of the fireworks. Great so, insight there. Yeah, so that's that's a, a good pick there. So moving into Ad- Adventureland, if this is where I take issue with what Abby said. My must do is the Enchanted Tiki Room. That's mine as well. So. Yeah. So I what I love about this ride is you have some comedy in there. I love the before show with the uh, two 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 cans having the conversation. I love going in and say that like five times fast. Two two cans. Yeah, that would be really two two cans talking. Two two cans talking. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love going in and picking my seat. Sometimes I change where I am because I want to be closer to the uh, like the totem pole. Sometimes I go closer to different like the different parrots. Um, so I really just enjoy playing around with going in different places. It's a nice, cool area to sort of decompress and sing along because the songs are really good, particularly the Tiki Room song. And I, I'm i a big fan of like all of the birds. I don't really find them creepy. Again, I know they're the history behind them, them being some of the first animatronics. And yeah, you can hear the, the animatronics as, as they are you they're know, not working. The, they're not the smoothest. Yeah, yeah, they're not smooth. But again, that kind of goes harkens back to that history with them and makes it just all the more, you know, impressive and exciting for me. All right. So who's your favorite bird? Because I, I agree with you. Tiki Room's the must do. So but who's your favorite bird? Jose. That's mine. Because I would say for <laughs> obvious reasons, I got to pick Jose just because we share a namesake. Is you're going to go Jose as well. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think that was it. Michael, Claude, and Fritz were the other three. Yeah, Jose is I think my favorite. But I do like Fritz. Yeah, I, I like, like the Fritz. I do like the two cans out front as well. Um, so I I don't know. Clive Birdbrain. 
and I can't. And the uh, I forget the other. Wait, one. is it Clive and Claude? Is is Claude one of the? Yeah, it's it's Cl- and the other one's Clive. Wait, he says my name's Clive well, Birdbrain. So then, what's the other parrot? Because I think we said Michael Fritz, Michael. Cl- oh, Pierre isn't Pierre yeah, the yeah, yeah. the French one? Okay, yeah. yeah, yep. So Jose, and I think Jose is the isn't he the the ringleader as well of everything? I'm trying to remember now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of, but yeah, Jose because we share a name. Uh, and I think Fritz is my second one. All right. I'm going to skip to my skip in Adventureland because I think I'm going to lose friends over this one. Uh, skip the Jungle Cruise. I nope. I uh, I think Disagree. I've said this uh, before, but I mean, the Jungle Cruise is okay. But if I don't ride it, it's I, I don't feel like I'm missing anything. And I feel like I must be missing something on the Jungle Cruise because I, I just... I don't know. I just, I don't fully get it. Not that I won't ride it. Not that I don't like it. And I think sometimes I go on it and then I have a good experience. I'm like, oh, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe this is good. Maybe I should give it, you know, a second chance. And I go on again and it's just kind of like, ah, it's the same jokes. It's the same thing over and over again. I know they changed some stuff, but I, I know I'm going to lose friends over this one. It's okay. But I'm telling you, skip the Jungle Cruise. Well, you know how we were talking about our incompatibility as I'm also as a telling couple. you probably don't listen to me if you want to have a fun <laughs> trip, but skip the Jungle Cruise. See, so my should do is the Jungle Cruise because I really enjoy the ride. I like the cheesy corny jokes. I enjoy the skippers and how the skippers are so integral. Now, I will say, you know, t- the reason why it's not my must do is because I do think that sometimes there's two factors that can make your ride not as enjoyable if your skipper isn't as funny or loud. Sometimes I've had we've had them where they're not they're kind of hard to hear, and so that makes it difficult. And then also the audience, like on the boat, if they're not laughing at the jokes, it's not as entertaining to be on the ship. Well, yeah, and I think that's my problem with it, though, is the jokes are all the same. Like, I feel like the skippers, like there's there's too stuck to the script now. Like, I like, yes, there's a few different variations of the jokes, but I feel like when I go on it, it's the same 90% of the jokes every time. Like, I feel like they need to be able to improv a little bit more see that's the advantage of having a horrible memory because oh, you every, just forget every, every time. time i get on i'm like oh my god that, well, that joke is go. so okay. funny and it's not that it's so f- like it's because i'm hearing it for the first time quintessent like essentially because i don't remember it. i will say i do love though the backside of water i know that's the same every time but i love it that's great but yeah i don't know i just it feels too repetitive to me i also like that they're animal center centric puns a lot that's of them anything animal related you Ex- love exactly that's, exactly that's what it comes down to all right which one are you skipping so i would skip the magic carpets of aladdin and that is because it is such an identical ride to so many of the other rides like that Dumbo they have stuff, yeah, yeah. It, but it does have that camel that that can spray you on the mm, ride that is a good point you know maybe that one's a little bit more unique than like say dumbo or um even the Astro Orbiters, essentially that same ride. But I just think it's because that ride mechanic is so used throughout Disney yeah, other with a different skin on it, essentially. Yeah. I, I don't think that you necessarily have to That's ride when you that one. Okay. My my should do, I already mentioned my skip. I kind of went for like bigger name attractions. Again, I want to... You're trying to take down the big dogs. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to like shake some trees here. Um, make some noise. So with my <laughs> picks, but... but uh. But my should do is uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. I think I think that's one definitely should do. I think yeah, I like that one better compared to Jungle Cruise. Um, again, they're both kind of classic attractions. Uh, I think the 
Disney World. Pirates of the Caribbean is better than Disneyland. I know a lot of people don't agree with me there, but I think you know people point to oh, Disneyland is longer. There's there's more to it. It's a longer. I ride. like the burning scene in Disneyland. That that does that is better. I will give you mm-hmm. that. But but people are like oh, it's a longer ride. It's better at Disneyland. But the extra part of it is just a cave. Like I'm spending five extra. Yeah, it's five minutes longer. Whatever it is, but I'm in a cave. Like it's not. It's not like it's there's pirate stuff happening. It's just me slowly going through a cave. So I like the fact in Disney World that it gets to the story quicker. I get to my Jack Sparrow and Barbosa faster. <laughs> That's what I'm all about. But you're right. The burning scene is better at Disneyland. Though I feel like when we were at Disney World last time, I don't know if maybe it's just me. You know, I don't know if the Imagineers actually did something or if it's just my mind tricking me, but I feel like there was some additional like projection mapping or something. Like the fire looked like it was going better at Disney World. Not to the level of Disneyland, because there's definitely more going on there, but it looked like they spruced it up a little bit. Again, that could be my mind playing tricks on me. I think um, it was your mind playing tricks on you. I don't I don't know. I'm not if sure. I were gonna, you know, take aim at one of the the main rides, I would say Pirates of the Caribbean would be my skip. Um, even though it's not, I didn't pick that because I still love the ride, but if, you know, out of the Enchanted Tiki Room and Jungle Cruise, I'm going to skip Pirates of the Caribbean if I have to skip one of them, just because the ride itself isn't as exciting to me. And I feel like it's just, I don't know. It's just not as exciting to me. We're now going to finish up with Frontierland and for my must do for Frontierland, I am going to pick a ride that is currently not even in commission right now, but I'm going to pick Splash Mountain because I know what it's going to be, and I think it's going to be awesome. I don't particularly love any of these rides. I'm so you're get- picking Tiana, Tiana's Bayou Adventure. I am picking Tiana's Bayou a Adventure. Ride that doesn't Adventure. exist. Because, okay, again, well, here's my question I don't on- love Frontierland yeah, rides This that is my much. question on Frontierland. Can I pick two skips? Because there's only three rides now <laughs> in Frontierland. So I, I was excluding Splash Mountain. So if you want to pick Tiana's Bayou Adventure as your must-do, that's fine. I'm picking Big Thunder Mountain. And then I basically want to know, can, can I just say you shouldn't do anything else? Just skip the rest of them. Because I think Tom Sawyer Island's a skip. And Country Bear Jamboree, uh, I think you could skip both of those. Yeah. Um, if, you, if you forced me to pick one you should do, I would actually say you should do Country Bear Jamboree. Ooh. But... But really, yeah, I kind of think like, can I just skip both of them? So I'm with Abby. You know how Abby mentioned that Tiki Room is creepy? I feel that way about the Country Country Bears. I do not like that ride. I think they're creepy. Even when they're out. They are. The characters are out. There's something endearing, though, still about them. Yeah, they're disconcerting to me. I love bears. They really are. They really are disconcerting. I love bears. I think bears are one of the cutest animals in the animal kingdom, and... I just, I don't know. They, they're off putting to me. I don't like them. There's something very Five Nights at Freddy about yes! Country Bears Jamboree show. I think that's it. There, there, there is. I, I agree with you. There's something a little bit off about those animatronics. Uh, that's bit, like, it's like I'm at a, a Chuck E. Cheese. They're a bit spring trappy. See, yeah. I, I know that because my students love Five Nights at Freddy's. But, but that, they're just creepy that at night they come to life or something like there yeah there is something very much about that so that's why again if you if you tell me i can't skip both of them then i'm gonna go on country bear jamboree because i'd still there's something a little bit endearing about it but i think at the end of the day with splash mountain out of commission it's like ride big thunder mountain and then 
just go somewhere else at that point. Go over to Haunted Mansion, really. Just <laughs> just go ride Haunted Mansion a couple of times. Yeah, go to T- Tomorrowland and ride a few of those instead. Yeah, go over ride Tron, ride that stuff. And then yeah. I'm, I'm with you. When Tiana comes back, I think you're going to have a solid choice of a must-do and a should-do, either between Tiana or Big Thunder Mountain. You're going to have two great attractions over there. In the same way, when Tron opens, you have two great attractions now over in Tomorrowland with Tron and Space Mountain. Yeah, for me, so I think that the should do is going to be the Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, but lightly, just because I think that Disneyland's version of Big Thunder Mountain Railroad is better. Paris. Paris has the best Big Thunder Mountain Railroad there is. I can't even remember it. The final hill, how it goes deeper than you go up is just an awesome thrill because you think like, okay, I've gone up this much. I should be done. But then you keep going further because it kind of goes under the water. I love the one in uh, in Paris. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a cool ride. I think for Tom Sawyer Island, I, that's the only other ride, like attraction there. I just, you know, when we're down there, we're not there for long enough to really go over to Tom Sawyer Island and enjoy it. But I did see, like, I've seen some people talk about, like, ways to relax at Disney and they mentioned, you know, you can get a book and go over it's to Tom Sawyer Island. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this sounds incredible. That sounds like a great thing to do. So I'm leaving it off as a person that j- it doesn't go to Disney super frequently. Uh, I don't we don't live there, obviously. But if we were yeah, there for like a lot, pass holder. Yeah. yeah, that would be a really calming place that I would really enjoy. Fun fact about Tom Sawyer Island. There is a restaurant on it. I'm not sure if it's in Disneyland or Disney World, so I don't know. 100%. But there's a restaurant on Great it. Great fact. <laughs> that that only opens like 2 days a year. Like it's oh. it's like the least open restaurant at a Disney park and it's on the island and they only open it if it's super crowded and they need like extra stuff. Like it's because nobody is really over there. To your point, it's very quiet over there. There's not a lot of people, so it's not something they open very frequently, but like 2 or 3 days a year this restaurant's open. Huh. It's That's... like the hidden Mickey um, on the that Little one Mermaid, day where it's on yep. Mickey's birthday at like a specific time of day when the sun's in the right part of the sky, you can yep. see a hidden Mickey in the queue. Yep, like the the sun creates it with the uh, the the rock work. Yeah, it's like when Mars is in retrograde and the planets are lined up. This rest this restaurant opens in Tom Sawyer Island. <laughs> I I think that's a good way to describe it. All right, so that wraps up our picks for must-do, should-do, and skip. I want to thank also Chris and Emily from the Happiest Hour on Earth podcast, Caleb and Caitlin from the Market House podcast, and Abby uh, at Disney Adventure Time over on TikTok for contributing their picks to the show as well. Love to hear from our listeners what your picks are why you're not going to be my friend anymore because I said skip Jungle Cruise. Love to hear that. Uh, head over to our Facebook page, Enchanted Ears. Oh. You'd love to hear that. Yeah, I'd love to hear I'd love to hear you hating on me because hey, I picked the wrong thing. I'm not going to be your friend anymore. Yeah. Um, but we're Enchanted Ears over on Facebook or Enchanted Ears Podcast over on Instagram. I uh, want to do thank everybody again for listening. Please leave us a rating or a review. If you want to give us a review that I don't know what I'm talking about when I said skip Jungle Cruise, at least make it five stars, please. <laughs> you can say whatever you want, but just make it five stars. Um, it really helps, and we do really appreciate that. Thanks for letting us your ears. Have a great week, everybody, and we'll see you here next Monday. Bye-bye. <laughs>